0: Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand, well, finances, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. And today, today we're going to be talking about the process of retirement. And let me tell you what triggered this discussion. I have a close friend. Well, actually, many of my clients become close friends, and she's retiring. And helping her navigate through the process is one of the steps that, yes, I do for all my clients, but I'm even closer still because now I'm hearing the, but I don't know what to do with myself. Are you sure I even made a difference when I was at work? I thought this would feel different. The questions that she has, the concerns she has, they're not about money. We did good planning. It's about where do I fit in the world now. And I think that as many individuals, if we can understand that retirement, it's actually a process. And there comes a part in our lives where we have to say goodbye to one part, and then there's this empty spot, and then hello to a new one. And you have to let go of the one tree before you even see the next one. And that's kind of scary. And I know, those of you who are not retired, those of you who have so many years before retirement, you're thinking, I'll be scared. (laughs) Just let me do it for them. I want to retire. And that's why we do the plans. That's why you are saving and investing in all the steps you're taking from a logical financial numbers basis. But there's a whole other side, guys, that we have to pay attention to. So I would encourage you, as we walk through our discussion today, if you're not in retirement, that's okay. The chances are you probably know someone who is and you can identify by listening to this to say, wow, there are ways that I can come along people that are entering into retirement to really help support them and help them transition during you know this whole process so that it can be a successful and happy and peaceful retirement because it's not just about the money. All right. So with that being said, let's dive in because I want to talk about there's three components. So maybe the best way to look at it is have you ever been to a circus and you see the trapeze artist, right? And they stand on this little platform and they're way up high and then they're going to jump forward so that they have just the net below them, right? And sometimes, well, sometimes I've seen them do it without the net what are we thinking? And then they somersault or do whatever they need to do. And then they grab onto the other swinging trapeze, right? And then make it to the other side. And we all watch it through. We're like, Ooh, oh no. Oh my gosh. Yes. They got it. And they get to the other side. Retirement is just like that. You have to leave a place of security that you know, that is comfortable to you, you have to swing out into the unknown with hopes that there is going to come something that you will enjoy and want to latch onto that will bring you successfully to the other side. So we're going to talk about that ending, we're going to talk about the neutral zone, and then we're going to talk about the beginning because that's a whole new area. Now, when we talk about the ending process, right? You're getting ready, you're thinking that you're going to retire. Well, there's four aspects of it, four uh, soft skills, soft emotions that you go through, many people do, And then there's also four questions that you can be asking yourself. So I want to focus today on that. If we have time, we're going to go into the neutral zone. And then if we have time, probably will be next week's show, we're going to talk about, okay, once I have made it through and I've got the baton, what are the six stages that I go through when I'm beginning my retirement? Such great information for those of you who are getting ready to retire those of you who are in retirement. So let's talk about these endings, right? So let's talk to. we're going to talk about the disengagement, disidentification, disenchantment, and disorientation. And let's break that down to say, well, what does that really mean? Because when you get into the disengagement, which is that first part where you realize, hey, this is what I've always done. This is the role I've always played. And now I'm going to have to disengage from it. And that doesn't, it's not the routine I have anymore. And I know some of you are thinking, that's not a big deal. Oh, really, what's it like when you go on vacation and your, your pattern gets messed up? All right, I agree. For some of you, you're really thrilled that it gets messed up. But for me, I can only go so long before I say, get me home. Let me get up at five. Let me get on my Peloton. Let me do. I have my pattern that I like to do. Well, if you've done that pattern for 20 or 30 years, you have a role in which you've excelled in and now you don't have it. You are literally disengaging. So that's the first step in this ending process. You have to disengage from this. The second one is disidentification. Many times, and I see see this more in, in men than I do in women, but they will define who they are by the role that they're playing. So the first step was, I'm not actually doing the role, right? I'm not actually fixing something or whatever the role was at work. But the second one is, who am I? Because that role defined me. Oh, I'm great at fixing things. I'm great at this. And it defines who you are. Unfortunately, isn't it true that many times when we get together, we're meeting people, we're like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And what's the question they ask you? What do you do? They don't say, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Who are you? Tell me about yourself. No, they don't usually ask that. They just, what do you do? Oh, well, I am the CEO here or the CFO or I'm this or I'm that. And we forget who we really are and we've let our roles define us. So when we go through this process, when we're transitioning into retirement, we have to understand this is a part of pulling apart, bringing that ending, because we literally are separating ourselves from what has defined us which means we're going to need a new role to define us or a new definition. The next part when we think about it is disenchantment. You know, I'm thinking about the fact that it's near Christmas, right? We just had Christmas. It was a wonderful time. Does anyone remember when you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real? Right? We felt, oh, well, what else have I believed that was a lie? Many times when we think that retirement is going to be something and then we begin to step out into that unknown and it's not that, we begin to doubt everything. So many times when you have a pre-retiree that is getting ready, we've proven the numbers. I see this all the time. I'll sit down. I'm just thinking about a a client right now. Literally every month for six months, we sat down, re-ran the numbers every month, and it still showed them, yep. Yep you're going to have enough money based on what these criterias are and I know for compliance purposes we can't guarantee anything. We don't know what people's health is going to be like. We don't know what the economy is going to do. But we had some very conservative uh numbers that we were using very conservative uh outlook on it and it showed they should be able to retirement. We had backups to our backups, okay? But because that was such an unknown place, they were fearful. To do this. And when they begin that whole disenchantment of what if what I believe isn't true, right? What if Santa Claus isn't true? What if retirement for me isn't going to be what I dreamed about for the last 30, 40 years? These are real fears that keep people stuck in situations where they won't step forward. You know, this is probably a horrible comparison, but you hear of people that don't leave abusive relationships and you think, my goodness, run, get out of that. But they say, I'm comfortable in this horrible situation because I know what I can expect. And so they stay there. I know it seems odd to you, but I want you to think for a minute. How many people do you know that are in there? late 60s, their 70s, they're still working and you're like, wait a minute, I know they've got to have enough money. Why are they still there? Because sometimes the fear of making that step into the unknown is so great that they literally work themselves for the rest of their life and miss out on retirement because they can't make a clean cut ending. Sad. But I'm very proud of those of you who are listening right now or watching right now, and I'm thinking of this sweet couple. And you, you made the choice. You made the choice and you stepped out. Don't let fear stop us from stepping out into what is the next phase of our lives. It's like we have to open that door and say, okay, I know there's disengagement. I know there's disidentification. I know there's a chance of disenchantment. And I also realize that there is also disorientation of where in the world do I fit now? You know, I'm thinking about my friend who recently retired. And for Christmas, I gave her a gift certificate to The Blooming Artist, which is an art store or not really art supplies, but they teach you how to paint, painting classes for creativity because we're start trying to find ways that she can reorient herself, find places where she fits again. Now, for those of you who aren't retired, I would encourage you, watch those who have retired, who are literally have made that huge step to step off that little platform. They're jumping into the unknown, they don't know where the next thing is coming, but they're believing because they've seen so many people go before them that they'll be okay. You can actually be instrumental in their life to encourage them to try new things, to help them understand that who they were, what they did, is not who they are. Ask them questions. Pull out of them who they are because then they can begin finding. I know with my friend, one of the things I said is, what did you used to do when you were younger? And she's, oh, I used to read, I used to draw, I used to paint. And next thing we know, there was this whole creative side that has been, not been in existence for 30 years, that now she's going back to discover. That's part of walking through the process and realizing, okay, this part of my life is ending and it's okay. And, you know, I think sometimes people just need permission They just need someone not to sugarcoat it and not to give them bad advice and say, oh, sure, retire. But someone who can say, I've looked at your numbers. We've done the planning. It's okay. Hold on to this trapeze. Now jump. And I'm so excited that that's what we're talking about today. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick 30-second break, and then we'll be back with more crystal clear finances. All I want for Christmas are my two front teeth and a financial plan that works. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. Financial plans are not one and done. They evolve over time to keep in tune with your changing goals. Although they continue to point in the right direction, consideration for adjustments should be given as options and new improved investment tools become available. Make sure your financial plan is growing with you and is something that you want on your Christmas list. Call 518-433-7181 today and let's schedule that financial appointment for you. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon, and such a pleasure to be here with you. And I am realizing that at the beginning of the show, I didn't mention that I'm a qualified kingdom advisor, and least you think that I don't have that designation. I want to make sure that you do know. Being able to give godly counsel, to understand what the principles are and what characters we should have when it comes to our finances and how we plan is very important to me. So yes, I am a qualified kingdom advisor, and I bring that into the counsel that I give our clients. And today what we're talking about is the different stages of retirement and how there really is that giant step of faith that when we jump off and we say, okay, I'm leaving this job, I've done the planning, and now I'm heading out into the. Unknown and it can be scary, but it can be a healthy step to take. So let's jump back in. One of the things that we need to understand is there were four stages. I'm going to say them for you again the disengagement, disidentification, disenchantment, and disorientation. And we covered what those each represented. But here's some questions that you can begin asking yourself if you find that you are struggling in these areas. The first one would be, How are you feeling about the loss or the change of leaving that place of employment? You know, a lot of times it's hard for people who are business owners who have sold their business and now they're moving into retirement because that was their baby. Chances are they birthed it, they raised it up, they grew it. There were times when they didn't get paid and their employees got paid. They did whatever it took to bring that business through the infancy stage, through the adolescent stage, to a mature stage. And then if needed, depending how old the business was, they reinvented it and went through the process so that it wasn't killed by bureaucracy. When we can understand that it is okay when we have to say goodbye to something, that is a healthy area. Now, the next question to ask yourself, what is the most challenging thing you are facing right now? What is most challenging for you right now? These are things that we must ask ourselves. Otherwise, we begin to shut down and we don't understand why. I know a lot of people say, oh, but Crystal, this is just that softer side of wealth you talk about. Yup. <laughs> because this softer side helps, it's it's what drives you. And when it's not taken care of, then people shut down. Do you ever wonder why there are people that retire and they flourish? It's wonderful. You see them, they're gangbusters, and it's like they did a triple flip with the trapeze and they went on their way. But then there are those. Within a couple years of retiring, they become deathly ill, or they become shut-ins, or they just come into this cocoon where they shrink back from the world. A lot of it's because they're not addressing, okay, I found my identity here, and because they've lost their identity, they've lost their purpose of life. And that's why asking ourselves, how are we feeling about this loss and change? What do we have to look forward to? what is most challenging for you right now? The next one. And I think this is so critical. So for those of you who are not retired, this is a great place where you can come alongside. And that question is, what type of support do you feel you need? You know, I'm, I'm watching, I know I, I keep saying my friend, my friend, but I'm watching her go through this. And I'm looking to say, what type of support does she need? Okay, she needs to be able to try a variety of different areas. I'm going to research. Hey, here's an artist studio. Hey, you like to work out. Here's a place over here. Hey, you always wanted to play pickleball. Let's go together. Let's have our husbands come with us. We can do this. Finding different ways to show support. Some might not want that. They might just want that ear so that they can just sit and talk with you and say, this is really scary. So determine what each person needs so you can come alongside them. Now, if you're the person that you want people to come alongside, you have to talk. You have to talk. So just like uh, clients will come to me and they'll say, Crystal, I want to retire. And I begin to ask what retirement's going to look like so that I know how to put the numbers together. If they didn't come to me and they didn't talk to me, how could I help them? I couldn't. And sometimes, you know, we get cranky, right? We're we're older and we we retired and we're just plain cranky and then wonder why people don't want to be around us. You just need to soften up and you need to talk. And it's okay to say, hey, I'm really scared about this. Or when the market's having its downturns, being able to say, okay, I've, I've got a financial advisor that I can trust that's understanding all the dynamics, not just the cold, hard numbers, but also that softer side of wealth, bringing it all together. And then the last question that you're asking yourself is, what are some ways that you are getting the support that you need? Now, let me phrase that uh, in a way that maybe makes more sense. I know this past Christmas, Oh my word, what a day. Would you like to see a day in the life? So I spent the night at my son's house, so five, who you have met through our office because he has a little grandbaby. And I wanted to be there when she woke up at 6.20 a.m. on Christmas morning. So I wanted to be there. So I slept on his couch so I could be there for him. Then I At 1130, when she went to take her nap, I got in the car and George and I drove down to New Jersey to visit my daughter and my grandson. And then we got to spend all evening, because he doesn't go to bed till nine, with him. So by the next day, I was toast. I had worked, pushed hard all week to make sure all my clients were taken care of so I could have a great Christmas weekend. Yeah. So by Tuesday, I was like, I know exactly what I need. I need to go home. I need to ride my Peloton. I need to go out in the hot tub. I need to read a book and I need to journal. That was my list of things to do. And that way I could be nice and pleasant when I went to work the next day and be useful to people because I know I've learned about myself. What do I need? So what I'm asking you is as someone who's entering into retirement, what are the things you need that keep you even keel? Because part of this is, yes, you're going to talk to people and ask for the things you need, but you're also going to be observant of yourself and say, I'm entering into retirement, which is a whole new season. And while I'm in retirement, here's the things I'm going to do that can self pacify that can self-regulate myself so that I'm not thrown into a, a curveball or I'm not spiraling because I have my financial plan, the cold, hard numbers, and I know the steps I need to take. Does that make sense? I think it makes the world of sense when we begin to understand it. So, Let's go to the next phase. So you had the ending phase. That's what we've been talking about. The ending of our working career, the ending of life as you knew it that way, because it's not going to be the same, but it's okay. It can be good, just a different type of good. So now what happens is you go into that neutral zone. Now, the neutral zone is not a comfortable place. It is the place where growth happens because you're shredding, you're taking off everything, your identity and everything you've known from the past, right? Usually 20, 30 years, your whole identity and habits. You're not quite sure what retirement looks like, right? You haven't grabbed hold of it yet. So now you're just processing. Do I like to do art? Do I like to run? Do I want to sleep in? Should I get up? Should I be baking? Probably not baking all the time because I, well, we won't go there. But all of these things, I want to encourage you, it's normal to feel lost when you retire. It's not going to be that way forever, but it is normal. And if we can allow ourselves okay, this isn't comfortable, but I know it's going to be good. You know, a lot of times when you read self-help books or when you talk about emotional intelligence, there's parts in a relationship that are so uncomfortable, right? It would be easier not to have those critical conversations. I'm actually thinking of someone right now where we went through a really hard time And it was like, boy, I think this whole thing's going to blow up and go away. We're each going to go our separate ways. But because of uncomfortable conversations with each other, because of not giving up, now the relationship's pretty cool. I actually just had lunch with her and just said, hey, here's what's going on in my life. What's going on in yours? What if I didn't have that? What if we had given up during the uncomfortable times? We would have robbed ourselves of what's going to be a great future. The same thing happens in retirement. When we say, this is too uncomfortable, and we shrink back, oh, I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to do this. I never did that before. You've got to have that mindset that says, I might not have tried it before, but let's try it now. Be adventurous even when you're uncomfortable, because if you will push through the discomfort then you have the opportunity to be able to find the things that you like. But it's when we pull back and we don't press through that we rob ourselves of what a fun, passionate, exciting retirement we could have because of fear. So I go back to this, this neutral zone. You've ended, you've made your decision, you've met with your financial planner and said, yes, we are safe to go ahead and retire. You move into the neutral zone of, okay, I gave them my notice. All right. I'm actually don't have a job. I'm afraid. That's when, and if you can do this in advance, that's better. You begin to say, okay, once I've said goodbye to the job and I've let that ending happen and I'm in my neutral zone, I am going to try X, Y, and Z. I'm going to go on a camping trip. I'm going to go visit people and begin to search. Now, here's the thing. It's not about being busy. I know. Sometimes we think, oh, I'll just be so busy that I don't stop. Why are people busy a lot of times? Because they don't want to hear what's going on inside. And so they let the noise of the outside be louder than what's going on inside. And we're not talking about that. The neutral zone when you're talking about retirement is the most precious zone because in this discomfort, if you will allow yourself to be quiet enough to hear, ooh, I like that. So I'm excited when my friend goes and takes her lesson for painting. Uh, these are the questions I'm going to ask. How did you like it? And if she says, well, I wasn't very good of it and it was too hard, I'm going to say, okay, wait a minute. Is this just you need more practice? Or you found you really just don't care for painting. These are things we want to know. Are the new things that you're trying that you may be failing at? Are you just because you're so uncomfortable with it, that's why you want to pull back? Or is it worth persevering and pushing through? So it could be a habit or a hobby that you love that you really enjoy. I want to encourage you today. I know we went through a lot of information and next week I want to take some time to really go through that next phase when we talk about, okay, we've made it to retirement and I will give you a heads up. Once you get to the retirement, right, you've ended your job, you're in this, you're in retirement, but you have no idea where you're fit. And when you finally start finding some things that you say, this resonates with me, I may not be that good with it yet. But I could enjoy this. Then you start transitioning into the six stages of retirement. And when you go through those, those have their own stages. Now you might be thinking, oh my word, I didn't know retirement could be so confusing. I know, because you know what we do? We look at the numbers. What did the numbers tell me? The numbers said I could retire. So how come I'm not happy? How come I feel unfulfilled? Why do I feel lost when my financial planner said I could retire? Because it's so much more than just the numbers. The numbers are what provide the revenue so that you can have the foods, do the trips, have the different hobbies that you want to do. But the numbers are not what bring you the peace in retirement. Knowing who you are and knowing who God created you to be and then beginning to flourish in that, that's where we can begin to get excited and say, yeah, I'm ready for retirement. Now, so for those of you who aren't retired yet and you're still in the process of getting your numbers together, oh, don't stop that. Yeah, keep putting the numbers together. And if you don't have a financial planner, we'd love to work with you. But if you do and you have a good relationship, be working with them. The point is, yes, get your numbers together, but also begin to know yourself. Don't be so locked up and identified by your job that when you hit the neutral zone after retirement, you sputter out. Begin to know what it's like. Oh, I know what restores me, right? I have my list. I know who I am. I know what I like, and I'm going to have joy in the job that I have right now, but I also am going to have joy in retirement because one of the ways to do that in that job that you can't stand is that after you get out of work that day, what are the things you do? And what are the things that you do on the weekend that literally help you come alive? Because those will probably be the things that you put in your neutral zone to help you get through the process so that you can transition well and enjoy your retirement. Well, I'm looking at the clock and realizing, yep, once again, I have talked nonstop. But what I have presented today I believe is so critical for those getting ready for retirement, and for those of you who are in retirement, where are you? Are you right at that stage where you're about to jump off and end the job? Are you in that neutral zone and you're kind of frustrated because it's been more than a day? <laughs> it could take six months. It could take a year. It could take two years, because that's the place where you're finding. The way to make the process quicker is learn yourself. Know yourself. Know what's, what's important to you, what your values are, and then you can begin to reach out in areas that would align with your values and your interests so you can make that transition smoothly. Well, we are at the end of our time together. I want to encourage you to give our office a call at 518-433-7181 and schedule a time that we can sit down and talk. Let's look at your numbers for retirement and then let's talk about retirement. What it's going to look like for you. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.